0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey, I have a special guest in studio. I'm going to throw it on the FM. If you're tuning in right now on social media or you are going back and listening on a podcasting platform, share this out one way or another. I appreciate you taking the time. Here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy and I uh, have, a, have a special guest. I'm going to let her introduce herself and then share which hat she has on today. Good morning.
1: Hi, I'm Susan Leaning and um, today's hat is uh, the coordinator for chelsea's 5k and it benefits snowdrop foundation which benefits pediatric cancer uh, survivors in the form of scholarships and it also benefits pediatric cancer patients in the form of research money to a doctor at texas children's as well as some other programs um, it funds uh, such as the campbell family easter egg hunt which is a tradition that chelsea herself started when she was inpatient
0: Okay, so let's let's learn a little bit about Chelsea. And we talked about this off the air, but if this, is, this is the 13th annual Chelsea's 5K run for kids. So if somebody hasn't heard of the 5K or Chelsea's 5K run, who is Chelsea?
1: Chelsea was a student from Santa Fe High School. She was actually one of my ninth graders, and she was in a class with three of her besties. And so there was not a lot of not talking time in that class. Um, they've since apologized, so, so <laughs> yeah, they're all grown women now, and so it's kind of neat that they're still friends and um when she was a sophomore, she was this is the kid that never missed school either well she became um, kept getting uh urinary tract infections and they weren't sure and then she missed a few <laughs> excuse me a few days of school, and then she was diagnosed with cancer, a very rare form of um small tumors inside her body Mm -hmm. Um, anyway and uh, she was given a a not a very good chance of survival and she said she was going to fight it as long as she could and she did that Um, sadly it was about a year of rigorous treatment and trying to recover from a 27-hour surgery and um, then it was December 2006 that she passed away
0: so a 27-hour surgery, an operation that took place, was that in Houston somewhere?
1: It was at Texas Children's Hospital.
0: At Texas Children's. Okay, that seems like it's a really long... That's a long time. And you, you mentioned that's one surgeon. Yes. 27 hours. He
1: stuck, stuck it out the whole time. Pretty awesome doctor. Um, I still see him on the halls with my other hat on. Yes. Um, And he's always, hello, and, you know, just... I, I'm sure he doesn't remember who I am, but he remembers I'm a familiar face.
0: Yes. So... What does that do to a family what does that do to a young person you know how did how did Chelsea react with the diagnosis and then going through the that that uh, that you know a twenty seven hour surgery and everything else
1: well the personality that Chelsea had was that she was going to be a fighter and she was gonna beat it uh, the thing is with cancer whether it's a child or an adult it the patient isn't the only one affected, and so cancer affects the entire family. You know, dad's home taking care of the sister, and mom is at the hospital twenty four seven, and so it you know it's it's a tough battle, and it like I said, it's not just the patient; it's the whole family that's fighting the fight.
0: Yes, so you know the Snowdrop Foundation is is uh, putting this is putting this on. How does that tie in to Chelsea's story?
1: Well, one of the things that Chelsea said was she always wanted a walk that just benefited kids because you have all the big cancer organizations and very little of that money actually goes to pediatric cancer. And um, she wanted one that 100% was going to go to support pediatric cancer.
0: So she was dealing with, you know, this going on, her her own battle. She was dealing with that stuff. And at that time she was thinking about, hey, other kids going through stuff. And she wanted to do that. Yep,
1: that's how she rolled. That's why she had the Easter egg hunt. She was decorating eggs in her bed. On the tray, you know to to help make a happy time for the kids at the hospital.
0: Mm-hmm. So she met Mr. Kevin Klein. Can you share a little bit about about Kevin and what he has going on?
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, Kevin was doing the radiothon that their station does every year at Texas Children's to raise money. And he um Chelsea walked up to him and shook his hand and introduced herself. And he thought she was a, a nice teenage girl volunteering at the hospital to and then it, he found out that she was actually. A teenage girl fighting the fight and um, they became just good friends and he would visit her almost no not almost every day every day after he got off the air at 93q he would go over to the hospital and visit chelsea and that's where i met kevin and became friends with kevin and uh, we helped the, the the first 5k was a, a, a very big ordeal and we did it at the fairgrounds and had a big dance, and, like, it was a, a big party, and Chelsea was there for that one. Mm-hmm. And um, after she passed, it's like, we've got to keep this going because this is something that she really wanted. So um, Snowdrop Foundation um, is eh, it's a pretty big deal now. It is, yeah. Um, statistically, let me see. I got those out for so I would have it. Um, so... Um, to date, the program has donated over uh, – Snowdrop Foundation has donated over $4 million to scholarships for survivors, research grants for a doctorate at Texas Children's, awareness, which would be um, making – well, a lot of times it's those runs where people are, are slapped with a Snowdrop logo on their shirt, and then child and teen development. And that would be uh, some programs, the smaller programs at the hospital – um, so that's a lot of money for 13 years
0: yeah that's that's a lot of money for yes. you know a lifetime you know it seems you know
1: right especially with so many foundations like mm-hmm. that that are started for a child they last three to five years and then they're gone and this is 13 years and it's 13 solid years because it's not going away every year the snowball picks up a few more people Yes. Snowdrop Snowball.
0: And Snowdrop <laughs> Foundation, it specifically focuses on, on pediatric cancer. Yes. So what age does that go up to?
1: Um. Okay. So if you're diagnosed as, I think, under 20, then you're always considered a pediatric cancer patient Okay. in some regards. Like, I know I've been on the floor where there was a 27-year-old. Uh, sometimes I walk in a room and there are 20, 21-year-olds and... You know, some organizations don't don't service those folks, mm-hmm. but that's what's nice about um, the scholarship program. It doesn't matter if they were a pediatric cancer survivor twenty years ago. If they apply for the scholarship and qualify, they can still get that scholarship.
0: Can you share a little bit about about your background? Because you mentioned that you you taught Chelsea.
1: Yeah, Chelsea was in my English class um, at Santa Fe High School, and. Um, that's when I taught ninth grade English, which was always interesting. Um, it, but she, she was a really good student. and But as far as my background goes, I know that um, Chelsea was also involved in the school. She was a cheerleader and a, just a good friend to her friends.
0: Yeah. So you brought in this box, and I opened it up, and there's there's a cookie inside, and it's decorated. Can you share... What 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 this is and and uh, I guess like why you started doing this?
1: So um, the cook I did the cookies I, I started doing the cookies to raise money for Alzheimer's as well as Snowdrop Foundation. Uh, when Kevin was running the run in Alaska in November, in the days that he was there, I was able to raise um, about sixteen hundred, fifteen or sixteen hundred dollars for Snowdrop Foundation. Wow! And there will be cookies on the silent auction table at Chelsea's five K. OK. And those are usually good bidded. well bidded items um, last year. I mean, people are bidding more than they would have to pay if they bought them from me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, OK. The the 5K. When is it? And I know y'all are looking for like some uh, like partnerships and some stuff.
1: Yes, it is Wednesday, May 6th at Santa Fe High School. It starts at Santa Fe High School Stadium. Okay. And it walks out to, around, takes the little uh, dog leg, and out to Cemetery Road and back. Uh, we're looking for sponsors that would go on the back. Uh, names would go on the back of the T-shirt if their sponsorship is of $100 or more. And, of course, the size of the lettering depends on how much more. And yeah. <laughs> yes. and we're also looking for silent auction items. Um, I'm, I was just informed by a friend uh, two days ago that we will have a, a set of tickets to J.J. Watts charity softball tournament on the bidding table. That's and cool. I yeah, know that'll be popular. I, have a, um, I know we'll have some Astros tickets and some Dynamo tickets. And um, uh, normally we get at least one power tool donated by mm-hmm. the same person every year. Um, we have, uh, Santa Fe Soap Factory always donates a basket or two, um, photography packages from, um, Megan Blaisdell Photography, Blaisdell Photography, who, um, is also the event photographer and she's a volunteer because she's one of my old students. And, yes. Yeah, we just do that. You also
0: do photography.
1: Yes. Um, I'll be photo booth tonight at the Santa Fe Education Foundation Gala.
0: It's 10 years. I'm excited. I'm going to be there. Yep. What are you wearing? Because I always, I hear the word gala, and I'm like, okay, do I need to bust out a tuxedo? I don't have one, no, so that's an issue. A tuxedo shirt, maybe.
1: Okay, last year, I'll go by what I saw. Uh, okay. You know, it. some people had on their good jeans with a, a button-down. Okay. Some people had on their suit jacket. Um, Some of the ladies got fancy-fancy, and some just wore what they came from work in, because it is early. And people do go to work. Yeah, so um, like 6
0: o'clock, I think they said 6 to 7 is happy I, hour yeah and then seven o'clock we're getting the show on the road
1: yes and so um i have a a tuxedo t-shirt that i wear
0: is that what you're gonna wear
1: my tuxedo t-shirt t-shirt yes
0: maybe we can match yes. <laughs> that'd be awesome <laughs> that's that's my fancy photo booth shirt yeah. yeah do you okay how long have you been doing photo booth uh like events
1: uh, probably since retiring a, a year after retiring or
0: so. yeah so you have you have cookies. I know you do photography. You also do some photography with the with the dynamo. Yes. You volunteer in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you have going on as if that is not enough? That's a lot. I
1: don't think
0: so. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna yeah, we're gonna keep talking. You're gonna be like, oh yeah, I also yeah. <laughs> do this XYZ. So uh, right now it is nine fourteen. This is K H E A Radio.com, ninety nine point five FM. It's Kickstart. My name's Gardy and I'm talking to Miss Leaning about the Chelsea's 5K uh, Run for Kids. And so whenever I first saw the name Run for Kids, I was thinking, oh, this is specifically for for children to run. Can you explain, like, who is invited to participate?
1: Everyone's invited. We also let people with wagons and strollers and dogs come. Just the dogs have to be on a leash, and they have to be well-behaved. And if your dog poops, you have to clean up after them. Very important. Yes. Um... We and we have the same dogs running every year, so it's okay. Yeah, and it with one of my old students, uh, <laughs> and, and but it's for all ages. We even uh, we used to have a team from the College of the Mainland Preschool that would come out, and they okay. would load them up in wagons, and the teachers would walk, and their parents would walk. Um, we have um, a bunch of moms that are out there with the strollers. They're pretty uh, pretty impressed with that. They yeah running the whole time
0: well you mentioned strollers and i was, at first i was thinking kids and then i, I was reading more information about it and it was like walk crawl <laughs> like, yes <laughs> whatever it takes you we can, have you some run.
1: hardcore runners that come every year and it's basically their training run for yeah. the night you yeah know, yeah uh, you know if people do a do 5ks on the regular they usually have one uh distant or sort of distance for me that would have been a distance when i was running um And they come out and and they just tear it up. And then we have the people an hour later strolling in. um, And sometimes they turn around before the half. And that's all good, too. Yeah. So funny thing about the turnaround, it used to be that corner house used to be owned by a friend. And so she was always like, fine, you can do that. When she sold the house, I messaged her and I said, how dare you? And she said, oh, don't worry. I told them about this. And so I... I knocked on the door and I told him, and he said, you don't have to come and tell me every year. You can just use it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's really kind of nice that when you live in a community that um, takes care of the community.
0: Yes. Misleaning, I have to ask you, what did you coach? There's a couple comments on here saying, hey, coach. Hey, coach. Soccer. You coach soccer. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes sense. Because yeah. now you, I, I know you know Coach Brendan Keys. Yes. And you also do photography for the Dynamo. Yes. Were you a player too or, or mainly coach?
1: I played over 30. I like I used to play in the schoolyard and stuff because if the boys were playing I was playing okay um and but we didn't have it in school and we didn't have clubs girls didn't have clubs when i I'm 60 I'm 62 um
0: and they didn't have sports for for girls back then no
1: like I had to sit and watch those boys who weren't as good as me yeah on the field because i I played with them on the you know street corner and I could beat them yeah and but I wasn't allowed to play really yeah so but my generation was the one that changed that.
0: Yes. And now there are. Well, I look at, you know, women's soccer. They're the best, you know, USA. They're the best, you know, in the world. Yep. And there are some I'm sure they could play, you know, play with the guys.
1: Oh, they could probably shame many of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, those those are things that I don't you know, you just don't even realize, you know, just growing up. It's like, wow you know, having, having opportunities that we have now. Right. But there's people that came before us that helped pave the way and, and make change to get to where we are well, right I now. I want
1: to say Title IX was around 75-ish, and that's the year I graduated from high school. But when I was in high school, we were, we had, it was pretty cool. We played down in a bowl. Mm-hmm. So people didn't have, it was our bleachers were side the the side of a hill. And one day the boys team, I don't remember which one it was, comes down there and says, we need to use your field. Ours is messed up. <laughs> we all said nope, and and we stood strong because yeah. like just because your field's messed up, you can't come and mess ours up, right? And um and our, our we had a battle axe of a coach, and she was like, no way, and she did talk like that. So, <laughs> uh, no, yeah. no way, that not you're today. not using our field. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So you know,
0: where did you go to school
1: in New York you, at Port Jefferson
0: High School? At Port Jefferson, uh, Port Jefferson High School. It's
1: actually called Earl L Vandermulen.
0: I don't. I can't. I can't even remember that. Yeah. So, but if if people ask,
1: it's poor Jeff. Um, and and just I'll. I was um. Hung on the wall of fame about two and a half years ago. Really? Yeah.
0: That's awesome. For That's my, a huge achievement.
1: Yeah, it's kind of neat. Yeah, and what's great is like my eighth grade, history teacher, social studies teacher. He's also on there, but he was there taking pictures. He was so proud that one of his old students, yeah, and he remembers all of us. He remembers who we sat with in class, and he remembers my project about the about the environment, about pollution, and <laughs> yeah, how it will affect our environment.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, so from New York, um, you ended up down here in Galveston County, Santa Fe area. What year did you end up coming down here and start 1980. teaching? Nineteen eighty. And I, did you immediately start teaching?
1: Uh, yes, I was in Hitchcock at Northside okay to start with and um because the person i met in new york said my mom i can get you a job and that's and new york wasn't hiring teachers were not were being surplused and mm-hmm. and so i was like eh, okay i'll go try it and so it was february of nineteen seven, no 1980 i came down and checked it out i wore a t-shirt and shorts for a week i was like i like that um i like the people <laughs> i like the area and so i was like yeah i'll move down here and so i Loaded up my car in June and moved down.
0: Since 1980, how has the area, specifically Santa Fe, oh my gosh, changed?
1: It has like blossomed. I had no neighbors when I, okay. So first I lived in Texas City, okay, and then I met my husband, and two and a half months later we got married, and two and a half months, yes, okay. We'll celebrate 39 years when you know you know. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, 39 years in April, so. Um, and so, when I moved to Santa Fe, we had no neighbors lo- close except mm-hmm. his father um and he didn't bother us so um and and you know now when a car drives by, it's like, who's that?" And we're on a dead end, so it's not like we have that many cars but um, just you know just I guess we've both we've had this two supermarkets, but we didn't have McDonald's,
0: yeah we didn't so, have subway. So there's been that growth and the cool thing about it is there is a lot of room and you can see stuff you know still coming in. But you know talking to some of the city councilmen and the mayor they want it's like a slow growth. Hey, there's some things that we right. can strategically target, but we like our small town charm. And, you know, we're, we're this way on purpose. People like being in this community for a reason.
1: Right. Our mayor was a soccer player. He was? Yes, he was.
0: Mayor Jason Tabor?
1: That's actually how I kind of met him. He was probably eight or nine and he was playing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Was he good?
1: He was a hard worker.
0: <laughs> okay. I'll take that. And that I,
1: defines his I, life. That's code.
0: That's, is that code for like,
1: he, he worked hard. He you know? wasn't like the best player. Yes. But I'd rather have a hard worker than the best with an attitude.
0: Hey, you know what? I'm going to have to agree with you on that.
1: And if you read like coaches uh suggestions for how to pick a team, that they, sometimes they'll say I'll take 11 hard workers over a superstar because that superstar is going to always want the focus on them. Yeah. And I've had that student I uh, that player mm-hmm. and it's really difficult to m- maneuver that, but in high school it's really hard to cut that player.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you got to kind of they, and they know that. You know, the students sometimes know that.
1: Right. And then sometimes you get the best player, and she also knows how to rally the other troops to mm-hmm. get them to work their hardest, because she's always working hard no matter how good she
0: is. Yeah, I've talked to some people that, you know, are from our area that, that went on to play, you know, at the collegiate level and then played in the NFL and the NBA, and they share. So it's interesting, some of the journeys that they've had. Some of them, like, I was always... The top guy, you know, at college, I got there. I felt like I was the top guy, but I had to prove myself. Yep. And then, you know, I got to the NFL, and everybody is just as good as Everybody's
1: me. Everybody's the top guy.
0: Yeah. Yep. So you have to be able to be, you know, teachable, coachable, and, and then also, you know, produce. But The
1: coachable part is almost the hardest part. It Especially is. Especially in high school, because you have all those parents who are experts. Yes, I didn't have any of those. I'm, I'm a parent t- and I'm an expert. Wait, you know, I'm gonna tell you I never had any of those parents. Other coaches told me about those, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, Mrs. Leaning, let's let's bring it back in. We could talk about the thirteenth annual Chelsea's five K run. Yep. And I think one of the things that's important is having businesses, you know, in Santa Fe and Galveston County from from anywhere, if they wanna help support the Snowdrop Foundation, who can they contact?
1: They can contact me, and my email is chelseas5kforkids at gmail.com.
0: So chelseas5kforkids at gmail.com, and they'll get straight to you. Yes. And um, the Snowdrop Foundation, can you give us a you know a, an explanation? What, what do they do?
1: Snowdrop Foundation gives scholarships to cancer survivors. Uh, last year they gave over $250,000 worth of scholarships alone in last year to um, kiddos from all over the country. You don't have to be just from Houston, in order to apply for that. And Mm -hmm. that's on their website. And that's snowdropfoundation.org.
0: And Kevin Klein with 93Q, he started the Snowdrop Foundation. He and his wife. Him and his wife. It's a
1: partnership, yes. And she's the executive director kind of person. She's the one that runs the show.
0: Okay. And he just got back last year. What did he go do? He went and ran... In November. In November. He ran
1: on the Dalton Highway, which is Ice Truckers Highway. Yes. And um, they... They run three hundred miles.
0: It was something ridiculous, like I can't even fathom.
1: Right, I don't remember how many. It was a lot of miles. Yeah, over a lot of days. In fact, they're uh, doing a movie. It'll come out in the fall,
0: like a documentary. Yes. of it, and
1: it'll be. Um, I'll make sure I share that with you. Please, it'll be yes. at a theater in Houston. I'm down. And they have a big deal about it. Um, excuse me. And um, yeah, he did that with a team, and he also had a video team that went with him mm-hmm. that shooting that shot it and they've also shot other snowdrop events. They were actually at the um, the scholarship luncheon this year to mm-hmm. shoot some of that. And they um uh they're sitting in the back of the truck with the the top open so they could shoot out of the back of the truck. But he also had a medic with him. They had a sniper with them.
0: A sniper? Well for and, like animals?
1: Yes, like polar bears and things like wow. that. Wow. Yeah. Um, they didn't see any. I think they saw a bunny, and uh, get it, maybe get it, anyways. Or <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, no. And and they had to get approval, of course, because that's a very dangerous place to drive. Yes, ne- in November, never mind. Uh, run and have trucks have to watch out for you. And yes, yeah. But um, the medic is also a runner, Scott. And um, one day Kevin just couldn't. Like he couldn't get warm, he you know, and they they have to watch out. Part of Scott's job was to say you can't run. Yeah. And because this is not healthy, this could be detrimental. Because that and that was always the thing. Well, you could lose a foot, or you could, you could it's die. A possibility, doing this. yeah. Yes, there was always that. That was always out there. Well, and, and Kevin's like, but we have to get our miles in. And Scott said, I'll do them. And, wow, he and stepped he, in. Yeah, and just ran them like. Like a beast. Yes. Yeah.
0: So there's a question. This is from from Christopher, Christopher Bill with Santa Fe Water Services. He
1: said he'd be listening today.
0: Yeah, he's here. He said a couple things. But one question right now is he wants to know, is Kevin Klein is he planning on doing that again?
1: No. He does all those uh, crazy things once. Yes. Because he also did a run, like a 400-mile run across Texas. Mm -hmm. And then
0: he'll, he'll, like, set a new goal and do something else?
1: Yeah, we're waiting to find out what the new goal
0: is. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, and he also said, hey, Santa Fe Water Services will be contacting you for sponsorship. He said that's a great reason uh, to spend some money and support.
1: Yes. Um, in fact, the Lions Club provides our turnaround water station. Several years ago, we put the, put the stuff out there and somebody decided to pick it up <laughs> before our people got out there. So they just said, we will take care of that. And they just show up out there. We don't have to. Um, they also sponsor on top of that. And then Santa Fe Water Services is, is going to have the water at the stadium. And so um, it's a way to also incorporate more volunteers because we'll have the Lions Club out there and then we'll have Santa Fe Water Services at the stadium.
0: Okay, so here's another question. This is from from Lydia. Good morning. Thank you for for taking the time to tune in and ask a question. She said, hey, can we get a link to register? Thank you. Is there a link online to register?
1: You can go to bit.do backslash Chelsea's 5K 2020.
0: Okay, I'm going to make sure. It's, it's on
1: the bottom of that other paper.
0: Okay, I'm going to make sure uh, 2020. So I'm going to do, I'm going to read this and make sure that we got it. It's on, actually, the
1: bo- on the on bottom in the marker.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I'm going to put this up to the screen, and I'm going to say this again. If you're listening on 99.5 FM, or you're going back and, and listening to this on a podcast, it's bit.do backslash Chelsea's 5K 2020. And I typed that out. Um, bit.do Chelsea's 5k 2020 in in the comments there. So if you go to that that link or you copy and paste what I wrote down in the in the Facebook comments, you should be able to go and and register right there. And this is actually a, a paper sh- a paper for sponsorship, right?
1: That's a paper it, unless if you want a paper copy to register, yes, you can email me and I can send that to you. And remember my email is Chelsea's 5k for kids at gmail.com. And um, some people just like to do the paper and write a check, um, and I bet Chris would let people drop drop those registration forms off at Santa Fe Water Services.
0: Yes, I bet he would. Is too. that right, Chris? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it is, Chris. Uh, <laughs> give us an answer. But maybe he wants an answer to this question first. He said, "Please." He said, "Please." Uh, we got to talk about the the chickens and ducks. He said, "Please." <laughs> we got to talk about the chickens. You have chickens and ducks, right?
1: Yes, we do. How are they
0: doing? How many do you have?
1: We have 70 adults, uh, chickens, and 11 ducks. And we have 10 baby chickens that are about
0: mm,
1: three, four weeks old.
0: Is it a lot of work keeping chickens? No. It's easy.
1: I think it is. Once you get the pen built and you get a secure pen, like we, because now I think we've got it under control and no raccoons and bobcats can get in there at night. And we haven't seen them, so we put Christmas lights on our pen that blink at, no, at night. Okay. And we haven't seen a single critter on our game
0: camera. Do you think that kind of like keeps them away? Yes. That there's, hey, there's something going on there, and we don't yes. want we don't want any part of it. Right, and they don't like lights.
1: Okay. Because then they can be seen. Um, but um, that's still like possums still go in there, and that's okay because they take care of snakes. And rats and so things like that that like to come in and eat the feed.
0: Yeah. That's a tip. Pro tip. No, I, ris- I think cleaning. so.
1: <laughs> but, but our pens are like, pretty secure.
0: Yeah. So. Is there anything else you'd like to share while you're here today?
1: I don't, I, nobody's asking any more questions about that, right? No, um, not about the chicken. I am having yet. a cookie class uh, to benefit Alzheimer's on Sunday at, um, it's a Mardi Gras theme. At Spring Creek Barbecue, but you need to go to Cookies for a Cause on Facebook and look at the events to uh, see how to register for that.
0: Okay, and that's Spring Creek in Leak City at six forty-six. Yes. Are y'all going to be in that that room to the side? Yes. That's a big room. I but like that. But you got to
1: register ahead of time. Okay. Because I have to know to have your cookies there.
0: Of course. Okay. Yeah. How long is the class?
1: Two hours. It's three to five.
0: And you do you teach them to make cookies like this?
1: I teach them to decorate. That one has the sugar sheet on it. We don't do that at the class. Okay. But they'll be learning to do Mardi Gras cookies. And if they go to my Facebook page, they'll see that as my um, my header right now or my mar- uh, some examples of my Mardi Gras cookies. And um, 100% of the money goes to um, and Alzheimer's.
0: Is there a favorite kind of cookie yeah. that you make? Like what's your favorite? I make that one. That's This is the one? Yeah, other
1: cookiers make a bunch of different... Flavors and stuff like that. And I like I don't have time for that because I'm busy doing other things as well. And so I just stick with one flavor and people like it. Mm -hmm. In fact, they're Kevin Klein's favorite.
0: There you go. Yeah. So tonight I'm going to see you at the Santa Fe Education Foundation's 10 year celebration Kayla.
1: Yes. I'll be in the at the photo booth taking people's pictures and printing them out. It's a little keepsake for the evening.
0: Yeah. And I believe it's at the Doyle Center in Texas City.
1: Yes, it is. Originally, it was scheduled at Nestler, but I'm thinking maybe they outgrew that.
0: Which is cool. It's awesome. Was it was it there last year? It was at we, Nestler. It was at Nestler yeah. last year. I, mean, I remember we gave away some tickets last year, and I believe it was Angie Butler with Legacy Collision in Hitchcock won those won those tickets. Okay,
1: so Angie Butler, when they opened, they got—she's also a chicken lady. Yes, but, she is, but, yes. But they ordered um, a small square cookie with their logo on them.
0: I ate some of those, I remember.
1: Right, and so they were with new clients and insurance companies and, you know, nothing like opening and the me, door with cookies. me yeah.
0: just walking in. Yeah. So one of my, my favorite places to go is Furniture Zone. They're uh-huh. in Dickinson. Yes. Uh, local, Locally owned, operated. Stephanie Kovitch, her and her family, they own that.
1: Right, and she's also really great for the community.
0: She is. She gives back so much. Yes. Um, you know, I, I almost brought a Mattress Mac earlier because I know that him and Kevin Klein, I, I saw some Snowdrop stuff he that did went on there. some running up there, yeah. Yeah, which is really, really cool. But if we had to compare Stephanie to someone, she's Galveston County's Mattress Mac and hopefully, right. you know, continues to grow and, and stuff. But she gives back uh, to people who, who are in need and she just has a big heart. Right. But, you know, you walk in there and there's like a whole snack section, drink section, like cookies and chips and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So I'm just like, hey, Stephanie, just... Just stopping Just in for a snack. Just coming in and uh, getting a snack. At <laughs> yeah. All right. And you can also sign up to win a $500 gift card every month. They do a drawing, it's free. You right. Can... I, I've, and
1: they, she's had it online, too, where yeah. she's done the, the where you could sign up or comment and get that online. And I know I haven't bought any furniture, but I've told people to go there.
0: Definitely. Because
1: so, I, I mean, I haven't bought any furniture. Yeah. Because when I do, I'm going to go there. Be, and I tell people, I said, she's good for the community. So you want to support that.
0: Yes. I, I bought a piece of furniture for my daughter's room. She just turned three years old, but we we're transitioning some stuff because my wife, uh, and I were having a, a son. another I yeah in March March 11th is, is the date. So we'll see what happens. I'm being it's, I'm being really strategic with how I book out stuff on the show. Right, and I tell people as it's close, I'm like, just so you know, my wife is pregnant March 11th. So that week before, I'm just saying, right. you know, like I don't know, things may change. So everyone's been understanding.
1: Well, um, should.
0: So, yeah, I bought a piece of furniture from Furniture Zone. And then there's things that I haven't even bought. Like, there was a bed I bought, and I was telling Stephanie about some issues. Like, I was like, it's kind of making this weird thing. She's like, oh, I'll send some guys out. I was like, you're going to what? Yeah. You know, send some guys. So she sent some guys out, and they, they, they fixed it for me because it was kind of goofed up. But just because she's just nice, I'm like, thank you. Like, wow.
1: Yeah. You're- I'm. Yeah. Well, when I was doing um, cookies to raise money to uh, train service dogs for Santa Fe High School kids, mm-hmm. She made a very generous donation. One of my friends had uh, was uh, made a wreath, and she was uh, taking, you know, basically we're getting bids for that. And Stephanie was the one that wrote the check. Wow! So you know, it was like that's really just nice. It is. Yeah. And it was more generous than a lot of the other
0: checks. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, she has a big heart. Yes. And a big pen, at times. Whenever the community needs her.
1: Yeah, yeah. But then you know, can't take advantage either.
0: Exactly. Even though I have a giant $1,000 check from Furniture Zone sitting in the, in the corner over there. There you go. <laughs> and it sits there. It's really cool. That's a, bi- that's a big deal. Um, that's how, like, these mics and stuff we oh, from cool. contribution from, from Furniture Zone and Stephanie Kovic. Yeah, because this is different than the list. It time. is. Yes, yeah. it is. Well, uh, thank you for coming and hanging out today.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. And I hope everybody registers and um, brings a friend or six or ten. Uh, our, we have a goal of at least 300 runners walkers crawlers this year yes and again if you if you come out there you don't have to run or walk if you decide you just want to stand there and bid on the silent auction items that are really awesome you can do that in fact we have people that just come out for that
0: support the people who are running
1: that's right or or they just come out they want a Mm t-shirt so they're going to pay the registration fee because people ask how much are the shirts if we don't want to walk same prices (laughs) as they are if you do want to walk um because that's how we're going to make the money for the charity. We don't go. make money by selling them at cost. Okay. And and then you can come out and bid. And we have um, a really great volunteer base, but we can always use more volunteers. And on that same link, you can sign up as a volunteer because we always need, especially cleanup, because people like to just leave. Yeah. I've actually been out there by myself. Cleaning up. Yes, but now we've got that under control. We have people that stay. But it's nice if you sign up just to be a cleanup. It's a, you know, it's a big help for us.
0: Yeah, people want to, if you want to help, there's a space for you. And
1: cleanup's easy, I'm going to tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, just putting things away and packing them up.
0: There you go. Well, thank you for hanging out today.
1: And thank you so much for having me.
0: This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. Bye, Facebook. Hey, share this stream out. Let me know what you got going on today.